Hello, everybody. This is Bruce with the Soundwise Sounds Like NYC podcast. This is episode. Oh man, this is episode six now, and we're here with Gabby. So, how about you tell us a little about yourself, Gabby? Hey guys, um, I'm Gabby. I am a portrait and fashion photographer, but I kind of dabble in a lot of different things. Um, events. Um, I've done some weddings in the past. Pretty much, I just take my camera around New York and shoot anything and everything. Um, yeah. Would, all right. So would you say like you have like a favorite thing to photograph? Like, So my favorite thing is just people, um, whether that's portraiture or candids or just like on the street, street photography. Like I love doing landscapes and travel and all that stuff. But absolutely my favorite thing is to capture like people and personalities. Okay. So like what's the most interesting thing you've caught like photographed of someone doing or like street life? <laughs> Um, I think, yeah, I think it's funny to just see like everyday people walking around and like, I, I think they don't realize that like so many people are walking around with cameras. Um, okay. so, so it's kind of funny to see like people reacting. Well, the other day, um, last Thursday I was doing an art gallery, um, gallery hop in Chelsea and some parents had like brought their kid to one of the gallery shows and all the parents are just mingling. And then there's like the kid basically like messing with the canvases on the wall. So that was like a really funny picture. Um, no one really noticed. So yeah, just like real life moments are my favorite. Oh, and I mean, definitely. Cause you know, like that's, it's, that's when it's at its most raw. You, you can say that. Um, yeah. Like I think one of the things with my photography that I try to do is like capture that like raw essence of like, what is it to be human or like, what are we doing on this planet? Like those everyday moments are, are what really interests me the most. I think personally, when if someone doesn't know they're being photographed, although that sounds kind of creepy, <laughs> they don't know they're being photographed, I think that's always like a great picture. Uh, we're so used to people just, you know, posing and being ready for it. Yeah, I think it's more honest and more real. Um, when The way that I actually got started into photography was um, my mom had just given me a camera to take um, a photo, like photos at a concert. Yeah. Um, but I was waiting in line for the concert and I saw a random person in the crowd that had like this hat on that matched her shirt. And she was just like looking away with the sun hat on like in the summer. And I just took a portrait of her and I showed it to my mom and she was like, what are you doing? You can't take pictures of strangers. Like that's not allowed. And I was like, oh, like, I like didn't even realize, like, I just like, I've always wanted to like capture people. So it was kind of funny how that came about. Oh, that's a beautiful thing. And, <laughs> um, how would you say um, the city has influenced you um, as an artist? Or like, what, how, how, how would, do you think it gave you a, an edge? Do you think it made you some distinguishable from other uh, photographers? So I definitely think um, the city has inspired me a ton and just like all the movement and the people and the colors and sights like has definitely influenced my photography. Um, I lived in London for a little bit when I was doing my master's and like London inspired me too, but in a totally different way because those cities have very different vibes. So like the movement in New York, I, I think it also has a lot of color, like especially this weekend, it's been like raining a ton um, and all of the car lights and people reflected onto the pavement, like with the wet ground from the rain, like that has been like totally inspired me. I've been like carrying my camera every single day. So yeah, definitely um, New York has like made me like, my shooting has been really, I think, vibrant, vibrant and like had a lot more color since I've been here. It's very interesting. I was actually um, talking about this with one of my friends. He's a 
he wants to get into photography. Um, he was talking about the color of the city and how like the city is like really colorful, but it's like a gritty colorful, like a yeah, color there's, that's been worn. And I think there's definitely like a grunge to it. So like, it's, it's not like a pretty colorful, I mean, sometimes it is, but it also has that like rawness and realness to it that makes it like really interesting to photograph. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a, like a type of edgy color. If I can, if that makes mm. sense. <laughs> and like all the people too, like it's such a mix of like literally people from the entire world, like all randomly together. Like I always think about like when you're just sitting in the subway, like all the people around you are probably from like 10 or 15 different countries. Like that's what's cool about it. One of the most interesting places I'd say to take a photo. You yeah. all types of characters on the subway. Yeah, definitely. Although you're not, it's not technically like legal. You're not supposed to, but you know, you can always sneak, sneak some. I mean, what I mean, what's I mean, it's a little bit of risk. I mean, have you ever had to like take a risky shot or do something kind of, you know, legal for a picture? So, um, well, specifically with this one shoot I'm working on, the client really wants um, to do it on a rooftop, and so I I was looking at a lot of research about it on like Reddit and stuff. And basically the only way to get like a solid rooftop shot, like without renting like a thousand dollars for like a space for, from a hotel or something is you basically have to like illegally climb onto roofs. (laughs) Yeah. From like the fire escape and stuff. So I would love to do that. It seems really risky though. So I totally understand that. That does sound (laughs) risky. Um, but you know, don't take my advice for it. Let's just, you know, go for it. Just find a sketchy fire escape to climb on top of right. one night, and and you're good to go. Or like her roof, the the, the person's rooftop, wasn't it? I mean, I, I guess. No, she's flying in from oh, like Europe, so she okay. doesn't know. But a lot of people just say like, "No, don't do that." Like, literally, make a friend that has a rooftop that you can shoot on because it's like you. The problem is people pull f- the fire alarms on accident sometimes when you open the doors. So, oh, <laughs> man, I I know like in the Williamsburg area, there's like you know like there's back streets where like you know like the factories and like the smaller buildings. Yeah. I see people on those rooftops all the time. I don't even know if they're supposed to be there. But <laughs> yeah, and also not only rooftops but um like subway lines that are closed or like oh, different yeah. underground places are like it's like a whole scene of like photographing those areas and water towers. Mm-hmm. I see people climb water towers and like take pictures. Yeah. It's so cool. So like all right, so you have you taken like subway like pictures like maybe in the tunnels or like I take more like kind of candid stuff like in the subway if I'm just like riding home and then there's like a cute old couple like sitting next to each other hugging or something like that. I'll like take one. Um, I haven't done any like going into the old lines, although I would love to if anybody knows uh, how to get there. <laughs> um, I know yeah. like I've, I've known someone who took pictures in the train museum when they weren't supposed to. Ah, that place is so cool. That is like a gym in New York. It is. I, I love it. it I've, I mean, I haven't been there since I was a kid, but I think that'd be a great place to take like photos. Oh yeah. They have like 10 to 20 different cars from literally since the, when the subway began Makes all the sense. way until currently, like it's super right. cool. So like, I, I got to ask, have you ever like 
your, your camera is probably like your best friend, your partner. Have you ever gone through any hardships? It broke, got <laughs> stolen. Oh yeah. Um, oh, my camera has probably been with me to like at least 20 to 25 countries. Oh shit. So like, like been through a lot. Yeah. Like we were definitely bonded. Um, but the thing with camera gear is especially if you're traveling and you have to fly, um, you have to carry it. Like it has to be a carry on with you because like you can't risk like checking it and it like breaking or anything like that. Um, and then there was, so this leads into my, my sad story of my camera breaking. Um, so one time it, I was on like a really um, small plane. And so they didn't have room to have it as a check bag because I have like a camera bag. That's like a case and it like properly holds all my gear and lenses and stuff when I'm traveling. But it was such a small plane that they were like, we literally have to check it because there's not room in the overhead compartments because there it like, there was literally no room. So I was like panicked the whole time. And then when I got it back the um, camera body had br- the inside had broken oh, from shit. from being like jostled around, so that was like the worst. I was just like, no. Did you, like, did you have to like you know like press anybody or, like find like someone to talk to and like yell at? Yeah, like I I did so many inquiries, and basically it's like in airlines policy that it's like your liability. So oh I mean, like, but that's luckily, the friend, and they're like, yeah, that's your fault. Yeah, um, so that sucked only because um, like I only had one camera body with me, and I was going to California, so I couldn't take any photos on my good camera of the trip. It was like heartbreaking. Oh god. Um, like, but I got it replaced like immediately after, and and it was totally fine. A, a big worry though, that's more than just the gear breaking because like if you have insurance, you can just get the gear replaced, mm-hmm. but it's losing or breaking memory cards. That's, that's like where the real like yikes is. Yeah. Because especially like if you're shooting like a wedding, like if you lose the memory card, like you oh. literally lost their, their like most important photos. So yeah, like, it was like all for not. Yeah. So that, that is pretty much my reoccurring nightmare is that one day I'll like, well, especially because like during those kinds of shoots, you're you're shooting so much that you're filling up memory cards like every few hours. So it's like you're pulling them out and putting them into your case a lot. So my worry is that one day, like the the pack of memory cards or like one of them is just gonna like fall out on you know as I'm like rushing somewhere. And that's and never like, happened yet. No, it hasn't. I mean, I I'm pretty like I like put the memory cards in a bag, in another bag, in like a zipped bag pouch of my bag. So, okay, it's like, so it seems like you got that shit down. <laughs> I'm glad nothing has ever happened. But I do have photographers I've worked with who have like told me horror stories where like they were shooting someone like on the street and someone just came and like swiped their bag or something like oh, that, and you're that. just like. Oh, I feel for you. Oh man, no, I would, I would have to like chase after them, like beat feet. Yeah. Cameras are not cheap. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. And a lot of photographers now, especially in New York, are swapping to like they don't buy their gear; they just like would rent it for the day for a shoot, which is like definitely more affordable for like instead mm-hmm. of like having to pay thousands of dollars for like bodies and lenses and replacements because new models are always coming out like every few years people just rent it so that's another option I mean, but wouldn't that be like more expensive in like the long run well that's the thing it kind of depends like if you're shooting a lot with like the same body like i have a canon 5d mark three so i pretty much use that for everything but if like say your client wants like a hasselblad or like a large format camera those are like thirty to sixty thousand dollars per like thing. Uh, so 
it kind of <sighs> depends what they need. But yeah, it, it's so crazy. You you can look at all the gear. Like I go in a B&H photo sometimes and I'm just like, oh my God, it's all beautiful, but so expensive. <laughs> so like, is there like a dream camera then that you want? Oh, if I could have a Leica, they're like incredible. Um, but, or just there's a, so I have the Mark three, the Mark four is really good. The new Canon. Um, and they also have a C100, which is a Canon body just for video. So that is like gorgeous too. And you can do like slow-mo and like these beautiful low light shots. Get real creative with it. Yeah. All right. So, uh, I gotta ask, so what, like trying to describe what went into one of your favorite pictures, like what makes it your favorite? What makes it your shot? So what I try to do is I just, I think at first, like when I'm on a shoot with a person, um, you like are taking photos at the beginning, but like those are never, I feel like in my, like when, how I shoot, those are like never the best ones because Maybe you have, the waters. yeah, you have to like warm up and get comfortable and kind of like get in a groove and get in a flow. Like the other day, my friend came to visit and I was just like taking some like fun touristy photos in Times Square. And at the beginning, like he was just kind of like posing and like people were walking by and it was kind of like awkward. But then like by the end, he like didn't care that people were around. He was like really giving me some cool expressions. He was like standing on stuff, like getting the lights in the background. So for me, how I shoot, it definitely takes like getting into a groove to like get the shot. Would you say you have your own special touch? Like there's something that makes yours a bit different? Um, Is there like a perspective you always try to get that maybe others don't? I think my style is like, I typically shoot really shallow depth of field. So it's like really focused on the person, the portrait. Um, I like that like blurry background. I think it looks really nice. And then I just try and add, like I try and make the frame really simple. So don't overcomplicate it, but like make it interesting. So frame it in a way where the lines are interesting or like put the subject like somewhere in the frame where it it's creating an interesting image without being super busy. Like, I like to have like a clean, nice frame, but, but still like something that you want to look at for a while. Yeah. And I mean, something that, you know, gets to the point or gets to what you want them to see. Yeah, for sure. Okay, definitely. I mean, that's definitely not easy. No, Sometimes, it, it really depends on the day. Sometimes I'm like, Oh my gosh, like I'm on a roll. I've been shooting some really cool stuff. And then other days I'm like, man, I suck today. <laughs> uh, I would imagine there's always the on and off days. Mm. Yeah. I think, in, in any creative field, like I think it's like that where, where you're so emotionally cl- connected to your art form. It's like up and down. Some days you're like really like feel better about it. And then some days you're like, oh no, is my art good? Or am I just, did I just move to New York for no reason? Well, um, if you, how long have you been doing the photography? Um, about eight years. About eight years. Gee, yeah. Wow. That's a long time. That's like a whole, <laughs> that's a whole career. It's like, um, yeah, it's kind of crazy. I like I was saying, like I was like a teenager when my mom gave me that camera, and I like never really put it down after that. And then um, like I knew in college that's what I wanted to major in, and then moved. I moved to London for my master's for fashion, and then back to New York. So that's great. Well, I'm glad to have you here and hear a little bit about you. And um, yeah, thank you so much for having me. Oh, like, no problem. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> and this is uh, like. This is something that, you know, you've been doing it for eight years, but no matter where you are, you're always like progressing and 
Uh, it would be awesome to have you back another time if you would like. Oh yeah. That'd be super cool. I <laughs> yeah. think it's, it's cool to see like that progression of like how styles change and how shooting changes. And like with any art form, like you're always getting better. Like every year I, that you do it. I think everybody can appreciate growth. They can witness. Oh yeah, for sure. Definitely. <laughs> all right, Gabby. Well, it was great having you on the show. Yeah. Uh, thanks so much. No problem at all. It was lovely having you. Um, and uh, like I said, if you ever want to do the show again, you got to let us know. Okay. We'll keep tabs with you. <laughs> Will do. All right. All right. So that's pretty done with. I'm sorry. There's stuff to always do on my end. You're totally fine. Okay. I have to move stuff around. Okay. It was nice talking to you, Gabby. Yeah, you too. All right. Take care. Bye. Yes.